Hello, thank you for joining us for the Mental Health on Campus podcast. My name is Emily Ann, and I'm your host for today. This podcast is brought to you by the Center for Innovation in Campus Mental Health. We work with campuses and community organizations in Ontario to address the mental health needs of students. Today, we are joined by Teresa Kuto. Teresa is the Registered Dietitian and Wellness and Sustainability Manager at Queen's University in Hospitality Services. She's also a member of the Swipe It Forward Queen's program team at Queen's. Thank you for joining us today, Teresa. Thanks for having me. So what is food insecurity and how does it impact post-secondary students? Health Canada defines food insecurity as the inability to acquire or consume an adequate diet quality or sufficient quantity of food in socially acceptable ways or the uncertainty that one will be able to do so. It's often linked with financial ability to access food. So this could involve worrying about running out of food, reducing portion sizes, skipping meals, or not eating before there's money to buy more. According to a national student food insecurity report by Meal Exchange in the fall of 2021, 57% of post-secondary students across Canada said they experienced food insecurity. Of the Queen students who are part of that survey, 44% said they were experiencing some degree of food insecurity. Physical and mental health are impacted by food insecurity, and it can affect academic performance as well. Some of the physical implications include higher risk of developing chronic health conditions, greater likelihood of experiencing nutritional deficiencies with reduced intake of food high in nutritional quality while mental health implications include higher prevalence of depression and significant association with suicidal ideation in those experiencing moderate to severe degrees of food insecurity. And how does food insecurity impact students at Queen's? A campus climate survey indicated 24% of Queen's respondents could not afford to eat balanced food. 25% of respondents worried whether their food would run out before they got money to buy more. 16% of students indicated that the food they bought just didn't last and they didn't have money to get more. This increased further to 23% when the data was adjusted to look at those who also identified as having a disability. Our survey highlighted the fact that marginalized students from equity-deserving communities, people of color, those with disabilities, members of the LGBTQ community, Those with dependent children or families and international students demonstrate a disproportionately higher rate of food insecurity. When these identities intersect, there's an even greater degree of food insecurity. We also know that among campus food bank users surveyed at Queen's, 50% of respondents were graduate or professional students, 62% identified as female, and 73% were international students. So many post-secondary campuses are trying to find ways to help students with programs like Swipe It Forwards at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Can you tell us about the program and how it started? Several years ago, Anne Tierney, who's the Queen's Vice Provost and Dean of Student Affairs, was at a conference and attended a presentation on a program that had been introduced at an American university in which students could donate meal plan meals to peers who were experiencing food insecurity. She was intrigued by this, so she brought the example back to our campus and said, let's do this. And so we did. Swipe It Forward Queens launched in 2018 and is modeled on programs at some U.S. universities. 
The program makes it possible for students on a campus meal plan to donate one meal per day and up to five per semester to students in need by simply telling a cashier they would like to swipe it forward. There are times where students don't use their entire weekly meal allotment. They could be home for the holidays or dining out with friends at a restaurant. So donating a meal to the program is a really great way that students can help their peers. How do students access the program? So students can be referred to the program by student affairs program partners who typically work with vulnerable students. Within one to three days, Swipe It Forward meals are loaded onto the student's regular student ID card for confidential use at dining halls on campus. A cashier would not know that the student is using the program as it's completely confidential. Finding solutions for food insecurity on campus must come with challenges. What have been the biggest hurdles the program has faced so far? The stigma associated with food insecurity and seeking supports can certainly be a barrier to students accessing programs like Swipe It Forward Queens and our campus food bank. So anonymity was a major consideration while developing the program and it remains a priority to date. Other challenges we've seen are related to the impacts of the pandemic and rapid closures hindering access to food. During the summer months, our food operations on campus are scaled down significantly, but with the graduate students on campus year round, it was important that we adopt a smaller scale version of Swipe It Forward Queens to provide an option during the summer months. While supporting access to food is an important support to those in need, Swipe It Forward Queens is a short-term solution meant to address immediate need. Programs and supports that work to address food security at its root causes, in particular financial need, are key to help reduce food insecurity. So what have been the biggest wins to date for the program and the overall campus community? Since 2018, Swipe It Forward Queens has provided nearly 14,500 meals to over 800 students. Wow, that's incredible. It really is. Students have indicated through referring partners that they feel relief and appreciation for being able to eat with their friends on campus. This supports a sense of community and inclusivity in addition to addressing food accessibility. The program is also a collaboration with campus partners so that it can contribute to holistic support to students. Recognizing that food insecurity is a multifaceted issue, our referring partners work together to better understand the disruptions to food access, the cycle of food insecurity, and its link to chronic conditions. The stress of hunger causes a ripple effect. Our goal is to reduce the stigma around food insecurity on campus and provide dignified resources to those in need. Examples of our referring partners include community housing, student wellness services, our International Center, Four Directions Indigenous Student Center, and the Banri Center, which serves mature women students, many of whom are parents, and that's just to name a few of our campus partners. Let's talk about what's in the works for the Swipe It Forward program. Can you share any future plans? We're continuing to evaluate the program use, its goals, and its impact. Adjustments to how the program operates are expected as it continues to grow and evolve over time. We want to support raising awareness of the program and encourage partners to consider how we can address student food insecurity at its root causes, as I mentioned earlier. We are very excited to share a new initiative coming to Queen's campus this fall. Peach Market, which stands for Providing Equal Access Changing Hunger, is a shared priority between Student Affairs and the AMS, our student government. 
It will complement other food access programs on campus like Swipe It Forward Queens and the Food Bank. Untouched food from across Queens Hospitality Services operations will be packaged and made available through the Markets Pay What You Can operating model, and it will be operated by student volunteers. That sounds like a great initiative. How do you coordinate the logistics of this market? All of our food access programs are coordinated through a cross-campus food and security advisory committee and a part-time student who is hired each year as our student food collective coordinator. The collective regularly connects all student-led organizations working to address food insecurity. These structures help facilitate initiatives that aim to address food insecurity through the more holistic lens that I mentioned, as well as share information about events and programming throughout the year. We mentioned a lot of great resources and tools during this podcast. You can find the links on our website, campusmentalhealth.ca. Thank you, Teresa, for joining us today. We really appreciate your time and your insight. Absolutely. Happy to be here. And thank you for joining us, everyone. See you next time for another episode of the Mental Health on Campus podcast. Until then, take care.